Uh, hey listeners, uh, Patrick here. This week's episode is sponsored by our friend Sam Evans. Now, you remember when Sam was on the show all those years ago. Uh, Sam's got a great album coming out this Friday. It's called, uh, I don't fucking know what it's called. God damn it, I gotta look it up. Hold on. It had one name and then he changed it for some reason. I don't, and I don't remember the reason. Maybe nobody knows that. That might be a secret. Uh, oh, it's called Sweet Baby Boy. It's out on uh, Blonde, Blonde Medicine, which is a fantastic uh, record label. Uh, so please, uh, go to iTunes right now and pre-order it. If you're listening to this today, it comes out. Otherwise, this Friday, uh, the 29th, uh, do not uh, forget to buy Sam Evans' new album, Sweet Baby Boy. Oh shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. What are we gonna do? I don't know, like, do we, get, do we have time to buy something? No, no, we just we just have to riff. We're gonna Go. just riff, riff it. Oh shit, it's the Nostalgic Front, a podcast from Patrick and Reem. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food, juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh wow, that was, that was adequate. Yeah, that was like pretty good. Yeah, are we just gonna use it for every episode? I, th- I think we should, I think we have to. Thank you for listening to the new Nostalgic Front Podcast. I am Brandon Ream. And I am Patrick Hasty. Hell yes, you are. Hell yes, I am. No delays here, baby. No, we are cooking with oil. How are you, yeah. man? Great. Fantastic. Wonderful. Good. Good. You look wonderful. You look Do great I? and wonderful. Because I just got showered up after a long, dirty day of work. Yeah? I showered mm-hmm. this morning for the first time in like four days. Oh, yeah. I miss yeah. those days. I think I showered twice the entire time I was home for a month. Yeah, I don't shower often no more. Uh, I got a new shirt. My Menzinger shirt came in. I'm very excited. The viewers on the Patreon can see that. Cool. What's your new shirt? What's that yellow shirt you got there? Uh, this is a blaze orange shirt. This is a oh. high visibility construction shirt. Oh, or, yeah. So you don't- I mean, you can wear it wherever you want, but... Uh, when a job site calls for high visibility, and nowadays most of them do, uh, you got to wear orange or green. Yeah, it, to me it looks like a high visibility podcasting shirt, huh? Yeah, but no, I want to get this shirt that's pretty cool. It says, uh, it's got this gnarly neon tiger on it, uh-huh. and it says, fuck dying. Whoa, fuck dying? Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, well, what do you what are we talking about today on the show, bud? We got a good one, I think. Uh, we are talking uh cinema, film, film cinema, movie of, film cinema of the year of our Lord, nineteen ninety eight. Ninety eight. I did ninety nine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. You asshole. I uh, got you. Pranked you. I'm jackass. Uh, there was once a time in America okay. where movies would come out and yep. we could go to the theater yep. and have a grand old time. And it was wonderful, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, okay, so I got the Wikipedia pulled up, but I don't really want to spoil too much, so I'm just going to read part of the Wikipedia, Ooh, okay? I pulled up Wikipedia. just tells oh, me no. about What's spells. practical magic? Yeah, actually, uh, it's all about Stevie Nicks turned 72 yesterday, so... Ah, happy birthday, Stevie. We wish you all the luck. I hope you and Lindsay figure it out. Uh, Okay, 1998 in film. The year in 1998 in film involved many significant films, including... All right, and then I don't want to spoil anything, so that's all I'm going to read. 
Okay. <laughs> I just uh, like that there was a 1998 in film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. There wasn't there was. an 1898, so we could just say 98 film. There might have been an 1898 in film. I wonder if there were any movies made in 1898. There wasn't. Movies? Did you Google this, or are you just guessing? No, I know that film wasn't even around then. They weren't making any movies. Oh, really? Well, what about this? 1898 in Mm -hmm. film. The following is an overview of the events of 1898 in film, including list of films released and notable births. Films released in 1898. The Astronomer's Dream, directed by George Maley. The Ball Game. Come Along, Do. Don Juan Tenero, The Four Troublesome Heads, The Humpty Dumpty Circus. This real? These are all real movies from 1898. I didn't even know we the could near- make movies. Hold on, what about this one? The Nearsighted School Teacher. Did you ever see when Eddie Murphy remade that? <laughs> they they need to remake all of those. One of the movies directed wait, by George wait. Albert Smith is called Photographing a Ghost. Hold on. Were they released on... Uh... 19th century fox <laughs> oh, that's pretty good yeah <laughs> that's a that's a fucking joke right there that's this crazy is a, this is a palm cast here's another fact about 1898 in film the movie santa claus directed by george albert smith who directed like nine of these movies he may have been <laughs> the only person with a camera he directed a movie called santa claus and that possibly that's the first uh, presence of Santa Claus in a movie ever. Ooh, presence of Santa Claus. That's my favorite thing about Christmas morning. Yep, presence of Santa Claus. Now we're getting <laughs> in the time machine and we're speeding ahead 100 years. Oh, now you tonight. have to edit in the time machine noise <laughs> from, from our time travel episode. Boy, that remember when we did a time travel episode? That really takes I- you back. I kind of do. Yeah, uh, we're like time traveling all around. And he did a bunch I remember of cool when edits. we had to go. I remember when we did the Lost episode, and we had to go back. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, I saw uh, a fun. Uh, I saw a fun uh, Lost meme where it's yeah. uh, Hugo and Sawyer uh, in a jail cell together mm-hmm. on the island with the others, and yeah. uh, Sawyer, being his normal self, uh, calls Hugo. Tons of fun, uh, tons of fun. You know, he gave yeah. him, he did a fat joke, and yeah. then uh, Hugo goes, uh, "Why don't you shut up, red neck man?" And then Sawyer goes, "Touche." What? Why did you? Why did you waste our podcast bandwidth with that story? Also, okay, Hugo's in that uh, that uh, the wrong Missy movie. Oh, yeah? He's got a cameo. Have you seen it yet? No, I'm not going to watch it neither. You know why? It didn't come out in 1998. Oh, yeah. More like 1990. Great. All right. Uh, Okay, so 1998. Now, we're okay, I'm going to say that I think 1998, once I started doing some research for this episode, 1998 may have been the, the year that I was the most plugged in to what movies were happening of any year of my life. Even counting some, when I worked at Blockbuster. I, I did some 13. ream search on this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm 16. Mm-hmm. And uh, my older brother is working yeah. at Blockbuster. 
and I'm getting to take advantage of some of his free rentals. So I was sure. seeing a lot of these when they came out. I saw so many of these in the theater. It, it's crazy. And some of these features were at uh, the. I don't think there is as many as there are or as there were, but mm-hmm. uh, dollar cinemas. Oh yeah. Second run movies uh, seem to be a lot more uh, commonplace uh, in the late nineties, at least in Des Moines and stuff. So I saw yeah, a I, lot of them like there too. I used to see, we had a, a movie theater in council bluffs. That was a dollar theater that we used to go to. Um, and, but I swear like three quarters of these movies I saw in the theater. Now I want to just going to go down and, and I'm just going to give you some of the, the ones that, you know, okay. So what do you want to do first? Do you want to do the box office? Do you want to do the Oscars or what? Yeah, let's uh let's let's roll through that box office and see okay. uh which ones we contributed to. All right, we'll start with number what do you want to do? Start at 20 or you want to start at 10? Let's start at 20. Okay. So the X-Files movie. Did you see it? No. Me no, neither. I've never been I've I've completely missed the X-Files. Me too. Should we do like a limited run podcast where it's the nostalgic front tries to get into the X-Files? What and we just uh, have our listeners pick their six fate like six best yeah. episodes. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, because yeah. I've been wanting to get into it too, but I just never have jumped in. I've seen um, a couple okay. random episodes, and the ones that really uh, get more an- anthology style, I've enjoyed. But mm-hmm. uh, I uh, I had a hard time with a lot of sci-fi TV with cheesy special effects in the nineties. Sure. Uh, okay, so next up, a movie that I know I saw in the theater. Got, uh, rest in peace, Aaliyah. Wait, is it Aaliyah? Uh, <laughs> the Rugrats movie. She's in that? No, who am I thinking of? The lady that did one of the voices is dead? No, who? she had the song. Is it Aaliyah? Oh, I don't know. I think it's Aaliyah. Ah, boy, why did I bring it up? I don't even know who that is. Yeah, it's oh yeah, duh. It, yeah, it's is she Aaliyah. the Romeo Must Die lady that died in the car or plane accident? I, yeah, she died in a plane crash. Or Queen of the crash? Damned. Yeah, but I think she had a song on this soundtrack. What if I'm wrong? What if all? Well, of then this you is just wrong? derailed our podcast way more than I did trying to uh, paraphrase a lost meme. Yeah, you're right. Uh, now we're even. Anyways, the Rugrats movie. I saw it in the theater. What about you? No, nah, I was done with the Rugrats too, by too then. Yeah, plus 18, Tom, what? No. Tommy's got a little brother. What the fuck is this? Hey, Tommy's still, a he's newborn. He's, yeah, he's a huge part of canon, asshole. Mm. Oh, what's this? There are Ewoks now. Mm. Uh, okay, number eighteen, ants. That movie had legs. All right, we're just gonna go fast. Okay, seventeen, en- enemy of the state, Will Smith movie. Didn't see it either. Loved it. Saw in the theater. Loved it. Uh, 16, Mask of Zorro. Banderas. Classic Hollywood whitewashing there. Thank you. Wait, why? Well, Antonio Banderas is a white dude from Spain. Antonio Antonio Banderas is a white dude? Yeah, he's from Spain. Oh, I okay. He's European. But I thought you meant like he's from Ohio and like his parents are like German. Uh, he's Spanish. Those he's Spanish, those were yeah. those Zora movies were fucking fun. I'd like to rewatch. I never one. saw him. 
Never saw him. Oh. Catherine Zeta-Jones you know, is from Wales. What does that do for you? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. See? Um, you okay, know, number... F- you know who didn't get to... I like Zorro, but the sequel was really good, too. What's that one? The, the, I don't remember. I think it... I, I don't remember the name the of it. The Sword of Zorro, maybe? Yeah. But you know who never got to see the Zorro sequel? Who? Thomas and Martha Wayne. Oh, my God. You're right, huh? Yeah. Uh, okay. Mulan. It's fine. It's good. I think I was getting a little bit too old for that Disney renaissance. Uh, yeah. I, the late 90s ones are pretty interesting because uh-huh. uh, a lot of them are like not as good as the early 90s, but they're a lot of people's favorites, you know? Yeah. Well, like, and also, yeah. Like I think Mulan probably- or like Hercules and stuff. I think Mulan is supposed to be great. We were just too old to accept it at that point. Um, I didn't watch it till I till Disney Plus, and I like it. I saw it recently. Um, number fourteen, as good as it gets. Uh, it was pretty boring. Oh, I loved it. Me and my I, buddy. Alistair, I haven't seen it in forever. Alistair and I used to watch it all the fucking time. Uh, this, is one, this is one of those December releases that's uh, sure. bleeding over into our nineteen ninety eight because the number like one. A, the number yeah. one way at the top did it for sure. Uh, okay, what else? Uh, the Truman Show, number four, 13. Hated it. I people loved it, and I remember enjoying it. Got it when better. It came out. I enjoyed I rewatched, it. I'm the other way. I liked yeah. it when it came out. I don't like it now. I rewatched it a couple months ago. I mean, it's no Ed TV, but <sighs> thank you. Uh, a Bug's Life. That's my only blind spot in Pixar. Really? You like cars? No, I just haven't seen it. Oh, I hate, I hate, uh, I love uh, Bugs Life. I think it's great. Fucking Dave Foley, man, from uh, there, the Kids in the Hall. There were too many animated bug movies coming out in mm-hmm. 1998 and and apocalyptic movies. We get Deep Impact, Armageddon, and then Bugs Life. And slow, your, slow down, spoiler alert. Oh, like nobody the- lived. Nobody that's listening to this podcast Lived in 1998. A right, lot keep... of them didn't. We got a lot of tweens. Okay, let's go. Uh, number 11. We're almost at the den. Number 11. Lethal Weapon 4, starring Chris Rock. Uh, franchise killer. Saw it in the theater. Also starred Jet Li. My first introduction yes, to right. Jet Li. Which right after this is when we get all of those early badass uh, American Jet Li movies. Like Romeo the Must one? Die. Uh, the one and my favorite, mm-hmm. Kiss of the Dragon. Yeah. Uh, okay, number ten, Good Will Hunting. Did you see that? Huh? You see that in the theater? I did. No, I didn't see it in the theater, but I loved it. I watched it when it we got we rented it on VHS, and it was like one hey, of those movies we would watch at like sleepovers and be like, it's "Not your fault. We're grownups now." It's not your fault. It's not your right? fault. Don't take it back. Don't you? Not you too. I don't know. Hey, that Apple's is an interesting awesome. movie because we don't really see that uh, too much where, like, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon were just fucking huge right after that. Yeah. Well, it, it, we do kind of see that you, now. But that... if you scroll all the way down to the bottom of yeah. Box Office Mojo in 1998, you see Phantoms and Rounders. Yeah. Uh, and both of them had been doing stuff. They were both in, uh, what's that one with... Chasing uh, Amy? Frazier. 
school ties from like 1992. Yeah. But uh, uh, Goodwill Hunting, though, kind of set the mold for now what a lot of people do, where it's like somebody writes and directs their own movie and then gets to be a star because of it, you know? Mm-hmm. They just had enough power to get a good director behind it. Yeah. Um. Num- okay, Rush Hour. Loved it. I haven't seen loved it in it. forever. I loved every Tom Rush Hour movie. I only saw the first one. I mean, Chris Tucker learned... is fantastic. What do, you, what, what do you think is the most important thing you learned in Rush Hour? Uh, That, I don't know. Mine was never, tr- never touch a black man's radio. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, number eight, Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. Matthew Broderick Does as anybody Godzilla. non-ironically love that movie? I loved the soundtrack with Rage Against the Machine and fucking Foo no. Fighters and shit. No. Puff Daddy and Jimmy Page. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Deep Impact, number seven. It is interesting how many uh, disaster films are at the top of the frickin' uh, box office in 1998. Yeah, it is. Like, Uh, what do we got here? We got one, two, spoiler alert, four of the top seven, or four of the top grossing eight movies are disasters. Well, wait, are you considering Titanic and World War II a disaster? No, uh... Dr. Doolittle? No, Godzilla. Yeah, okay, yeah. Deep Impact, number seven. Yeah. yeah. And and Armageddon and Titanic. All right. Number six is Dr. Doolittle with, uh... Wait, who was in Dr. Doolittle? Eddie Murphy. Is it Eddie Murphy? Okay. Yeah. And oh, Raven yeah. Simone. Thought, and no, yeah, and Norm McDonald's, and Norm McDonald's a, dog. a dog. Yeah. Also, I'm not sure why they call the movie Dr. Doolittle. I watched it, and he's busy throughout the entire thing. Yeah. More like Dr. Does a lot. Sure. Uh, they, okay, so then they're uh, number five, The Water Boy. Yeah. It's got the saw Iowa the Hawkeyes th- in it. Yep. Saw it in the theater like three times. Really? Oh, yeah. Loved it. That wasn't the Sandler movie uh, I saw in the theater from 1998. Okay, number five. Okay, number four is There's Something About Mary. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. That's like peak, uh, I mean, peak Fairly Brothers. Oh, yeah, I, it's their best I movie. Was... I think so. I know you love Green Book. Well, that was only one of them. Well, uh, the other one's dead. He's good... dead, Green. Is he? No, I don't think so. I will say, Fairly Brother Fucking comedies. COVID. Fairly Brother comedies always yeah. bring a good uh, soundtrack. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's something always... Mary. It's what's who's that guy that is always in him? Jonathan Richman. Uh, no, Ben about? Stiller. <laughs> no, you know the troubadour that's in it. That's in all the Fairly Brothers movies. Oh He's yeah, like playing guitar. That guy, Jonathan Richman. He's great. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so then number three is Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, number two, Armageddon. One of the reasons we uh, are Did this episode. talking about cinema in 1998 is Fantastic. Armageddon. And number one, Titanic. Yeah. The biggest movie of all time. Uh, I mean, Murph, that at doesn't... That, that time. Yeah. 
I'll tell you this. The top five movies, Titanic, Armageddon, Save Rye Ryan, There's Something About Mary, and The Waterboy, I saw each one of them multiple times in the theater. So if you watch, that, bo- that gross yeah. is from me. If you watch those top three movies in a day, mm-hmm. that's a long day. The day I saw... Okay, so the day... I got, I got a quick thing. I'm going to tell you my little antidote for each of these. When I saw Titanic... With my sister and my mom. Uh, they went quick to get question. snacks. What? Uh, were those the first boobs you saw on the big screen? Probably. Yeah, I bet. Uh, Kate Winslet's. Didn't see her Winslet. <laughs> Wait, that doesn't work. Uh, I, when I saw Titanic, I was with my mom and my sister. The theater's packed. It's like opening weekend. They go to get snacks. Two high, hot high school girls take my mom and sister's seats on the other on each side of me and I just don't say anything and then my mom and sister come back and my sister screams at me and makes them get up and I am I was never more embarrassed uh, you, know, you know thinking about it a lot of these movies are putting out uh really good uh music with them too because yeah. I mean Titanic and Armageddon sold Big a lot tracks. of lot of soundtracks but even if as you go down there, like uh, Ru- uh, Rush Hour was good, and then I know Goodwill Hunting got a uh, Grammy or a uh, uh, Oscar nomination for Elliot Smith. Yeah, uh, and I think Elliot didn't he play on the Oscars? Yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's very uh, yeah. These movies are great. When I saw Saving Private Ryan, I saw it in the theater with a bunch of World War II vets and my mom, and it was just them bawling the whole time. That was mm-hmm. fucking crazy. Uh. There, when I saw there's something about Mary, me and Nick, uh, my buddy Nick, we went into it, and then his dad went and saw Seven Days and Seven Nights with Harrison Ford. And after the movie, a guy pissed all over his dad's shoes in the in the urinal. Oh man! His dad was at the urinal, and the guy at the next urinal was not paying attention and just pissed all over his shoes. Ah, uh, what a time! Okay, so that's that. There are thousands of other movies that came out this year, though. Right? Oh, yeah. So way like, more than 1898. Way more. And none of them were directed by that that Richard guy or George guy. Here are... Okay, so I'm just going to read you a, a short list of some movies that came out in 98, okay? Okay. Other movies. Mm-hmm. Small Soldiers, Pleasantville, Overnight Which... Delivery, Phantoms, Hard Rain, The Boxer, The Wedding Singer, He Got Game, Almost Heroes, Can't Hardly Wait... Out of Sight, Disturbing Behavior, Return to Paradise, Dead Man on Campus, Rounders, Permanent Midnight, What Dreams May Come, Very Bad Things, and The Thin Red Line. All of those movies. Um, also, Which, Blade, Pleasantville, Wild Things. I said, I said big, Wild Things. The Big Hit. Half The Big baked. Lebowski. Two of the best stoner movies of all time. Half Baked. With uh, Big, Lebowski big Lebowski and Half Baked. Uh, also, Disturbing Behavior. Oh, oh wait. Oh, yeah. Three of the best stoner movies of all time because uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Oh, Fear and Loathing, yeah. It's crazy. Also, it feels uh, like we never talk about how 1998 was a huge year in movies, but it kind of Also, uh, Dirty Work. Dirty Work. Buffalo Basketball, 66. American Baseball, History X. Life is Beautiful. And of it's course, uh, the best example of studio bomb of an yeah. old property. What's that? Lost, lost in space. Oh, with Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> yeah. Damn. 
Uh-huh. Uh, so this was a huge year for movies. I uh, what we did is we asked the NFers, the you know, those guys. We said, what is your favorite movie from 1998? And we got 30-some responses. So do you, also, do you have that available to look at? or? Yeah. Also, it's pretty impressive uh, how many people were able to do this without without looking at stuff. Well, I bet they all fucking looked it up. I don't think anybody off the top of their head was like, well, I know what movies came out in 1998. <laughs> oh. Um. Okay, coming out first, we got... A good Ke- point. Carrie Shanafelt, The Thin Red Line, is the best, but the one they watch the most is Big Lebowski. Woody you Wolf, get, uh, friend, if, friend from if you're the If you're The Thin Red Line, you got to feel pretty, uh, like, oh, all right. Teased? When, no, yeah, when Saving Private Ryan comes out. Yeah, but what about, shouldn't they, like, do, you know, I think it, ha- Saving Ray Ryan was a fuck you to the thin red line, but the thin red line is a fuck you to the thin blue line, that documentary from, like, the 80s that won the Oscar, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, Woody Wolf, uh, a friend of mine from high school, said Half-Baked, which is oh, great yeah. because I'm, cause we, I remember watching Half-Baked with him at a party in high school, and then we went bowling. We were in oh, Bobby Bolton's basement. Also, great Ben and Jerry's flavor. Sure. Uh-huh. Uh John Schoening, another Glenwood alum, said it's a toss-up between Lebowski and Saving Private Ryan. Ian Uh, Aber said Happiness. Happiness is like one of those arty indie movies that I've never seen. It's supposed to be fucking great. Kind of like Life is Beautiful? No, 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 no. More like a, uh, it's like more of like a fucked up weird movie. More like a memento-y type Life is Beautiful was 1998, too. Yeah, and Life is Beautiful is good. Mm -hmm. Um... Leon Blanda said, uh, it's not, maybe not my favorite year, but definitely the one I watched the most was Rounders. Rounders is very good. Good John Malkovich. Uh, great Malkovich. Also, I think, uh, it, it's again interesting that uh, uh, not only did Matt Damon have a yeah. uh, movie that was like the other movie from the oh. year that had his big movie is uh, Edward Norton uh, yeah. in the year that he like really broke out. Uh, Ed, yeah, Ed Norton was great. Um, did Primal Fear come out this year? I, I don't, don't so. know. Doesn't matter. Uh, okay, Colin Ryan said The Thin Red Line. Hmm. Uh, John Gregory said Patch Adams. I never saw Patch Adams. Yeah? Well, a lot of sick I, people saw Patch Adams and it didn't help. I I remember thinking it didn't look good, but I don't know. Justin Hill says Tough Call. Way more, way more movies. I like came out that year. Then I realized Saving Private Ryan, Lockstock. Oh, Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels. Yeah, Lockstock was nowhere to be found on the box office. Yeah, because it was domestic. But uh, boy, the two British gangster. Well, I guess he has a few more now. But that yeah. and Snatch. Like Snatch I watched is, a lot of. It's hard for if I had to like gun. You know, if I was like gun to my head, what's top ten favorite movie of all time? I'd have to say Snatch. I I loved it. I watched it so much, and I. And I think it holds up. I haven't watched it in a couple of years, but I just think it's so fun and good story and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Hathaway said it's a toss-up between Fear and Loathing and Big Lebowski. Yeah, really, just liked, a bit. He likes the those movies bombed so bad too. Yeah, I never like. I didn't like Fear and Loathing. I remember watching it in college and being like, "This is what everybody's talking about." I don't know. Maybe if I was stoned or something, I would have liked it better. But I also don't like Johnny Depp that much, though. So that could be it. Because mm-hmm. I do like Hunter S. Thompson. I don't know. Um, 
Harrison Tweed said Lebowski, Waterboy, and Truman Show. You mm-hmm. like Truman Show. So uh, Darren Patterson said toss up between Ronan and Run Lola Run. Ooh, Ronan. Yeah, that's Sweet good. We watch that a lot. car chases. That's all I remember. We, we bought online in college, and maybe I've talked about this before, but we bought a bunch of DVDs, like burned DVDs off of eBay or something once, like 30 of them, and there was like four copies of Ronin in it. So like all of our friends had our own co- our own burned DVD copy of Ronin for a couple years. Uh, Genevieve Rice said Pleasantville and Lebowski, two hits. People are I loving I fucking those. love Pleasantville. Me too. It's great. When Ellen... What's her name? Ellen Barkin fingers herself in the tub, and then all of a sudden the yeah. movie gets to be in color. That uh-huh. rules. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, and what we get uh, early Toby Maguire, early Paul Walker. Uh, oh, rest in peace. Some Re- Reese Witherspoon. Oh, I love Reese. Reese is great. Late She's... Bob Denver. Bob Denver. Or no, wait. Uh, Gilligan. Y- not Gilligan. Barney Fife. Don oh, Knotts. Uh, Don Knotts. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that when, when Gilligan's Island started, Bob Denver was like 28? You know they've picked the name Gilligan by opening up a phone book? Really? Yeah. Or at least that's what one of the guys on the Simpsons DVD commentary said today. Did, did you know that they picked uh, the name The Professor by opening up a school book? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny, Patrick. That's... Yeah, I know. Uh, okay, Adam Hike said the faculty, which I loved. I Did forgot you ever see the faculty. I forgot that that was. I I didn't know it was 1998. But uh, yeah, big I'm fan of fact- the faculty. I'm not fact checking this, but I did love that movie. Uh, John Stewart when he was an actor. And oh yeah, Josh Josh Hartnett. It was really Usher? good. Usher. Usher. Fuck yeah. Elijah God, Wood. Oh, Elijah. Will. Jordana Brewster. Um, that one, you know a lot, huh? You know a lot about the faculty. <laughs> also, it had that. Uh, uh, I that soundtrack was pretty solid, but it had a uh, Lane Staley, Tom Morello cover of uh, Another Brick in the Wall Part Two. Wow, that was a good movie, and I and it did come out in '98. I'll tell you that too. Yeah. I Googled and Josh it. Hartnett selling drugs. Yeah, I don't that know. I'm kills not, I, aliens. I think I still have a crush on Josh Hartnett. I loved him. That's cool. He was great. We got disturbing behavior and the faculty in '98. There's a disturbing lot of be- like, there's a lot of like companion piece movies happening in 1998. Mm-hmm. We yeah, got basketball disturbing- and Major League Return to the Minors. <laughs> Fuck you, you idiot. Uh. Austin Dingus, another Glenwood Ram, coming in with great question. American History X, The Wedding Singer, Rushmore, and Armageddon. Tanner Oliver said Mulan, Prince of Egypt, and the first Pokemon movie. Now, goddammit, you know who'd love that? Aaron Naylor. Monday's guest, Aaron Naylor. That's right. Uh, Josh Sherell said Lebowski, a film that's more fascinating the more you watch it. Although, as someone mentioned, Prince of Egypt is easily the best version of Exodus. Fuck uh, Carlton Heston, fight me. Uh, I don't know. Uh, My favorite Exodus is the original lineup with Kirk Hammett still playing guitar, but... You, you know, I got to the part about the Exodus, and she said uh, all she remembered was the movement of the people. <laughs> uh-huh. Anyways. Legend. Uh, Greg Orm says Buffalo 66 and Can't Hardly Wait, two fantastic movies. That's a... Hip- I like the sequel you- to Can't Hardly Wait better. What was that one? Waiting. Really can't wait? 
Uh, have you no, seen Buffalo waiting when they all no. It's good. It's weird. It's good, but it's about like it's it's a weird movie. But one of the storylines is that this guy's I think it's his dad or his mom is they're obsessed with the Buffalo Bills and they're obsessed with the '66 playoffs where a field goal was missed and they didn't make it. And so throughout the whole movie, one character is always just watching that Buffalo game from 1966, that Bills game. It's really good. Christina Ricci and fucking that weird guy that jacks off in movies. Uh, okay. Trent Norris said Saving Private Ryan. Stuart Allred said 1998-99 were insane, but he says his favorite is Saving Private Ryan. Mm-hmm. Jake Hart, uh, he says Slam, Buffalo 66, Fear and Loathing, Lebowski, and Basketball. What is but he typed slam? basketball. What is Slam? I, do you know? It's an Onyx song. 1998 independent film produced by Mark Levin. Uh, it tells the story of a young African-American man whose talent for poetry is hampered by his social background. Oh, so it's like a slam poetry movie. Uh, Mike Mercadal. Mercadal. Uh, big an effort there. He said, can't hardly wait. Is a fucking masterpiece. Oh, but yeah. I'm going to have to go with motherfucking Blade. For this Blade. line alone, and then it's the uh, classic. Some motherfuckers are always trying to up ice skate uphill. Blade is a fun movie to hear about because mm-hmm. of how balls in Wesley Snipes was as Blade. Like yeah. every story about Wesley Snipes and how seriously he took being Blade was, it's fun. A lot of fun. Yeah, and and I'll tell you what; those are about the only stories about Wesley Snipes you want to hear. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Mara Wiles, friend of the uh, show. She said, "Wow, a lot of good ones." Gonna go with Practical Magic. Now, didn't you see that on your Wikipedia for nineteen ninety eight movies? Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're tying it all in now. Uh, Sean Wilkinson said, "Chairman of the board, B O R E D." Yeah, I tried watching that. It wasn't that good. Uh, with Carrot Tip, uh, John, John Rosenberger. Rosenberger. He said either he got game, the Truman Show, or the Water Boy. True, uh, he got game is wonderful. I love that movie. I love that soundtrack. I listen to that soundtrack all the time. It's about time. hunting, right? What? Uh, that soundtrack with uh, Public Enemy doing that Buffalo. What's that? You know that? Boing. Mm-hmm. Something happening here. Uh huh. That song is so good. Duncan Pace said Rushmore. Great. Cliff Fuller said Better Year Than He Realized. Uh, every time I watch The Last Days of Disco. And Out of Sight is a very close second. People love Out of Sight. I've never seen it. Yeah, so I've it's out like of mind. The, it's like one of the sexiest movies. Like, it's supposed to be super hot. That was J-Lo like and Clooney, right? Yeah, and they're like, their chemistry is supposed to be just like insane in it. Hmm. Um, and Got- in that movie, have you seen Jackie Brown, the yeah. Tarantino movie? Uh, Michael Keaton plays the same character in both those movies. I think they're both both based on the same move, same books. Huh. Justin yeah. Bulver said the Thin Red Line. Oh, getting a lot of love for that one today. Yeah, yeah. Cliff Fuller's back to say that also Dark City came out in 1998, months before The Matrix. I I don't know that, but I do know that Dark City. People always said that like if you like The Matrix, you should see Dark City. I never watched it though. And then the last but not least, Steve Wampus Reynolds said The Spanish Prisoner, which is a film I have never seen. Right. People also say if you like The Matrix, you should not watch the sequels. Yeah, I've heard that. I I heard that. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, goddamn things in average. Cool. Now let's do our top sixes. You ready for that? Uh, yes. Now let me ask you: Do you got any uh, honorable mentions? No, I just try to keep it to six. I'm not one of those fucking people that somehow. Okay. So I'll read my honorable mentions: the Rugrats movie, uh, Small Soldiers, Pleasantville. Uh, overnight delivery, which if you haven't seen, it's a Reese Witherspoon, Paul Rudd movie that kicks ass. It's basically a precursor to Road Trip. It's it's like very have, similar to Road Trip. I've seen it. It's so good. I had a uh, high level uh, uh, Reese Witherspoon crush at the moment. Me too. So she's, she's great. Uh, I watched pretty much anything late '90s, early 2000s with her in it. I love her. She's really good about uh, putting forth. Uh, Filmmakers that are like uh, women of color and stuff, like mm-hmm. in high, making sure that on that yeah. she won't work on movies or work I listen on to that fresh air. Happening. I listen to that oh, fresh really? air too. Okay, I saw people tweeting about it. Uh, oh. Okay, Hard Rain, the boxer, the wedding singer, he got game. Almost heroes, can't hardly wait. Mulan, out of sight, disturbing behavior. Return. Those are all my honorable mentions. Very bad things. Remember, very bad things. Yeah, it was great. That movie. John Fa- oh, is it Favreau? Yeah. Yeah. Some uh, good, some and- really good Daniel Stern. Yes, great Daniel Stern. Some, and then my last honorable uh, mention is The Thin Red Line. It's also like Cameron Diaz. Like, Oh, God. She is really fucking good in it. He was like, Jizz Factory, Reem. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. but She produced more jizz in the 90s than a goddamn Giants cock and balls. Right? All right. Uh, not, what's your number six, bud? Oh, my number six? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to go with a little movie called Blade. Blade. Dang. Started it all off, you know? Uh, yeah. Blade's, it hasn't aged that way, like the special effects, but I love me some Donald fucking Logue. Oh, yeah, he's great. This is a pro Donald Logue ha- household. Uh, yeah. Me, me and Danielle, the girlfriend... I can remember quarantine. We watched all of his MTV cab uh, driver oh, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. And uh, also, uh, the who's the bad vampire from Blade? I don't remember, buddy. I have never seen Blade. Oh really? Well, you we got to remedy about that. It on the show. Well, who's I've the never guy seen from? Who's the? Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, it's fucking killing me. Here, let me Google it while you're there. Don't. What? Do you, get back. Get back oh. on video. We're, we're Sorry, fucking my doing phone's this not Patreon. plugged in correctly. You dumb fuck. Uh, and Blade Enemy. Enemy and Blade. Oh, God. Steven Dorf. Steven Dorf. That's right. He plays Deacon Deke Frost. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Sorry. Which is a character. You, you're muted. You're muted and no one's hearing you. The podcast is hearing you, but I'm certainly not. That it? Hold on. Now you're off video. I can see you. I can hear you, but I can't see you. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we're back, bud. I'm uh, sorry. Okay, my n- that's fine. My number six. Uh, now, listeners, Reem always gives me shit for fucking doing honor like ties and stuff. So I tried to really hone down and make sure I tried to get as close to six movies as I could, okay? Mm-hmm. So my number six is a four-way tie. <laughs> it's comedies. There's something about Mary, Half-Baked, 
Big Lebowski, and Basketball. Nice. All four of those. I think they're all funny. If I had, if you, if I took six movies on a desert island with me, I would take, I would, I'd be okay with one of those movies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. One of those movies could be the six I take. All right. Number five for you. Now I'm trying to keep this list down to Brandon Ream in 1998 top movies. Oh, I thought of that. Yeah. 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 So I'm doing all right there. My number five, uh, like earlier we talked about, you got to see, uh, some boobs on the big screen when you see the Titanic. I saw wild things in the theater and uh shit yeah 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 also bill murray's fucking fantastic in it and uh i know it's kind of a dumb movie but a lot of twists and turns uh especially for that age good movie yeah it was like the hottest movie i remember like people like oh what is it called uh in pin 15 if there's a whole plot line of them getting to watch uh Wild things at a, at a sleepover, which is like totally the shit that we were into. Uh, my number five uh, is a tie. Now the two movies have a similar thread, but that's not why they're tied. I just think they're both brilliant, gorgeous movies that I love. Life is beautiful, uh, and American History X. Now I know that they both involve Nazis. I don't love them both because of the Nazi connection. It's just I think the thin, I think Life is Beautiful is one of the I can't watch it without ball sobbing. I love that movie. And I think American History X is a great movie that doesn't get the credit it should because I think a lot of people are just like, oh, yeah, it's that neo-Nazi movie. Well, uh, it's one of those weird... Uh, it's kind of funny because uh, a lot of neo-Nazis love that movie. Really? Despite a lot not of neo-Nazis no, love my comedy. Not Despite not connecting with, like... Getting the themes? Yeah, but, uh, okay. It's like how... It's like all those fucking dumbass cops that have the Punisher logo on their stickers yeah. and shit. Also has Zach Morris's dad being a racist. True, true. Oh, another movie that was in my honorable mentions. It's got Zach Morris, Dead Man on Campus. Oh, yeah. And Dead Man on Campus, the guy who's like, I got beers, let's drink them. That one's not beer. That guy is in uh, Riverdale. He plays uh, Betty's dad on Riverdale. Really? The blonde yeah. over over hyper guy? He was, yeah, I, I liked him been, in everything he was in. Oh, what's that? The freshman Facebook? I've been jacking off to that all week. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Okay, what's your number four, dude? Number four, gotta go with basketball. Basketball, good movie. Yeah, yeah. Very funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- one of the best, biggest laughs I ever had was my first time one? watching it when uh, they go to the roadkill caught on tape. You know that yeah. cuts in the middle of the Reggie Jackson scene, and then. Trey's just like, ah, ah, ah. Also, yeah. that. Carmel. Uh, 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 Yasmin Bleeth. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah. And Victoria Sill Street. Playmate oh, of the yeah. Year, 1996. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sound, very great movie. It was definitely one of my honorable mentions for number six. Uh, my number four, okay, is a don't. It's my last tie, okay? It's a tie between the films Armageddon and Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers movies. was ninety eight. It's on. It was on the list. I Those saw. Fox. I should have had it. No, it's nineteen ninety seven. What happened? Ah, well, it was Fox, probably some, released in like December, and yeah, some website led me. It was released in November nineteen ninety seven. 
So some fucking website led me astray. So I guess it's just Armageddon. Cool. Yeah, so Armageddon is my number whatever. I think it's great. I rewatched it, what, Saturday, Sunday, when we right before we recorded last time. It's funny. I want to do a remake of it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you're watching my the fake Michael chat. Bay uh, gets hold on, hold so on. much shit. But the fake hold on, I gotta tell you this. The fake chats that I'm doing, so I watched it that day. Fake chats. And I did one with Yeah. I did one with Megan Strickland, and the whole premise of the whole thing is how her and I are writing a sequel to fake chats that we're no, we're writing a sequel to Armageddon, but it's just Liv Tyler hanging out today, like in twenty twenty. Yeah. Uh I love getting, it. getting animal crackers so, all over her fucking belly button. Yeah, getting a fucking yeast infection because uh, Affleck keeps putting sugar down there. Also, like, I I love how every ensemble movie from the mid to late 90s has to have Steve Buscemi in it. Yeah, he's great. He's great yeah. in it. The The cast of Armageddon is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Owen Wilson at his best, at Bruce, his, like, early. Yeah, Bruce Willis actually giving Willis? a fuck. Yeah, Billy Bob Thornton kicks ass. Liv Tyler should have a fucking bracelet full of fucking Oscars. Yeah. Uh, okay, what's your number? What's your number three or your number two? My Where number three. At? Yeah. It's gonna be uh, Pleasantville. Pleasantville, we loved it. Yeah, yeah. For Alan everything Barkin, I mentioned, and uh, especially to me at the time, it seemed so much deeper. I mean, it yeah. still got some good themes, but like, I was like, holy yeah. shit! Sure. All these it white be, people also, are experiencing racism. Yeah, right? And you're also at this point where you're like, you're old enough where you're kind of like, it's like I said with like Goodwill Hunting, when we watched it, we're like, oh, we're not, this is a smart, like Wedding Singer isn't a smart movie. This is a smart movie, you know? Yeah. Uh, okay, number two for me is I think one of my all-time classics. It's in my, not, it's in my top six for 1998. It's in my top 10 for all time. It's a movie I like to call Dirty Work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. First directed we, by Bob Saget, starring Norm MacDonald. I didn't know Saget directed it. Oh, yeah, baby. Which is funny because I've said that at least 1,000 times on this podcast. Hmm. Also, we talked about him just introduced us to uh, Artie Lang. Artie Lang. It's got some good, um, one of the last funny things Chevy Chase did before Community. Yeah. Adam Sandler as the devil in that one scene. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rebecca Romaine as the bearded lady. Farley uh, <laughs> complaining about that Saigon whore that whore. bit his nose yep, off. Bit his nose off. Uh, and then also a great, a great character in that, or a great person, Don Rickles ran the theater, and they do the movie that's uh, Men in Black who have sex with each other, mm-hmm. and then Artie Lang looks at the screen, and then Norm Macdonald goes, "Note to self: Artie just looked at the screen," and he's like, "No, I didn't." <laughs> All right, what's your number two? Uh, my number two is uh, Half Baked. Half Baked? Yeah. Fantastic movie. Yeah, yeah. I watched uh, it so many times. I love, and it came out when I was at the perfect age for a new stoner comedy. And uh-huh. it's hilarious and a lot of great quotable lines. Good Harlan Williams. Love Harlan Williams. He's great. He's great in everything. He's a fantastic actor. Especially in, uh, in 1998. We were in the... At Harlan Williams at the peak of his power because not only was he great in this, uh, he fucking steals the whole scene. And uh, there's something about six Mary minute abs when he's uh, yeah six minute abs. Yeah, but was somebody comes up with five minute abs? <laughs> no, no. Yeah, you can't get a full cardiovascular workout in yeah. five minutes. Uh, 
I was just peeing too. Hey, yeah, I was just it's peeing. So good. Uh, Harley Williams God is a legend. Uh, okay. So what? So that's your number two. My number two. Uh, that was my number two. Now, oh, are you ready? Okay. So number one, my number one movie from the year 1998 is one of my favorite movies of all time as well. Uh, it's what introduced me to one of my all-time favorite directors. It introduced me to a actor I like. It introduced me to so many great actors I like. Owen Wilson, uh, J- uh, Jason Schwartzman, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, uh, Peter Vankman, what's his name? Bill, Bill Murray's Murray. fantastic in it. Sam Castle is fantastic in it. And I'm talking about a film called Rushmore. That's interesting, too, because uh, Wild Things was kind of like Bill Murray uh, running out of options as far as like what he could do and what yeah. he was doing, obviously. Because like he had a couple of movies that yeah, didn't do too well, too and he's historically hard to work. He's hard yeah. to work with. So like they were able to get him for that, and then Rushmore came out and uh, gave him, yeah, got a yeah. whole new act working with uh, Wes Anderson. And I love I love mm-hmm. Wes Anderson. I love that I love the movies. Rush Hour is a also great Rush movie. Hour was written by Owen Wilson and him, which is great because yeah. it it's just crazy to me that it's so funny i think people like i that that makes sense that owen wilson wrote rush hour did he also write shanghai nights more did i say rush hour at some point no i did ah, you, you did asshole. uh it was a lot of fun imagine owen wilson writing lines for chris tucker and jackie chan that'd be great wait they are in shanghai nights right it's jackie chan and owen wilson yeah well that's yeah. fun uh, no, I'm, I'm team Rushmore though. Uh, and I do, I just think it's great. And I love Owen Wilson. I love Luke Wilson. By the way, side Stargirl, the new series from like the CW, the new like DC show is so good. And Luke Wilson's in it and he's fucking phenomenal. It's really great. It's on uh, the DC app and it's also on the CW. So definitely check that out. Uh, now what's your number one, buddy? What's your... What's your favorite? Uh, sixteen-year-old Brandon Reams number one movie of nineteen ninety-eight, the one that he'd suggest yep. to everybody. American History yeah, X. You love it. It's great. Yeah, especially back it's then. It's a very good movie. Plus, I got yeah. it. It's also interesting the production behind it. Like, didn't they steal it? They took it from the director, and then Ed Norton did yeah, the final. Well, cut? the director didn't like it. And thought that Edward Norton was doing too much on it. But apparently Edward Norton's contract said that he had the right to do that. Like, apparently Edward Norton's contract said that he could write on it and, like, could change lines and riff. And that was part of the process. But the director says that that's not what happened. Uh, But I guess the director is, like, this, like, insane indie street performer type guy who, like, I don't know. I remember he talked about it on Marin's podcast. And basically, the director guy is just kind of a cantankerous asshole who didn't like making yeah. this big movie and so then just twisted everything. It kind of sounds like Edward Norton was See, in the right with that movie. It is sad, too, because uh, 98 was the year where we got a lot of uh, uh, posthumous movies of some of our favorite comedic actors growing up. Because uh, Farley had Almost yeah. Heroes and he also did... Uh, that's dirty work, and he died in what December yeah. of '97, and then uh, it was also the year '98 was when we lost uh, yeah. Phil Hartman, uh, 
whose Small Soldiers yeah. was his last. Small uh, Soldiers is really good big too. Role. If you rewatch it, Kristen yeah. Dunst is so good in that. Oh movie. yeah, as like a kid. Small Soldiers definitely got an audience of people that love it and will die for it just from the classic it bombed and then went mm-hmm. to tv and built and a it also audience. looked cool like there's something about me the same way i like i really like uh like uh, who framed roger rabbit i really like cartoon drawn animation cell animation mixed mm-hmm. with real life actors i love the way the toys are in that movie mixed with real life actors more so than like a toy story movie where it's everybody like the children and the house and everything's fake and so plus it's joe dante maybe, yeah I yeah and he's I, oh yeah and he did gremlins and stuff right so that makes sense um yeah and yeah. looney well, tunes goddamn, that's our 1998 movies podcast yeah yeah i mean we didn't get to bring up ebert uh shakespeare and love yeah one movie of the year won yeah. the oscar we named all of these classic movies that people yeah. love and w- have watched over and over nobody gives a fuck about shakespeare no. and love the only thing I like about Shakespeare in Love is the scene from Scary Movie when the lady, uh, the ladies in the movie theater, she's like, "Yeah, I'm watching Shakespeare in Love," uh, and she's all screaming at the sure. It's good I, stuff. Uh, I I never. We better wrap this up. I got some. I never saw to Shakespeare grill. in Love, but I do. I I do think that's always funny though when like the best picture movie isn't at all the one that's going to hang out, like hang into your memory or anything, and. Shakespeare in Love winning the Oscar God. is just another attribute to how terrible Harvey Weinstein is. You, because he he paid like, that uh, shit off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No kidding. I mean, the Oscars yeah. are crap. You mean they're stupid? I don't understand why anybody well, watches them. Good. But hey, sometimes you they know, get them right. Some people, some people have, have fun, fun, you know. But the Grammys are where the real shit factory yeah. is. If you go through and look at Album of the Year for the Grammys, yeah. or like best new yeah. artist every year it's track it's so, there's so go look at like go look at bands or artists nominated for best rock album best folk album and best indie or alternative album and like one year i think it was the black keys were nominated for best uh, it, al- uh alternative and best rock and it's like what the fuck yeah well uh i know it's a classic moment for us metalheads but Metallica, uh, jethro yeah. You know, a lot of people think Jethro Tull is just a guy in the band. Owen Wilson, Armageddon, 1998. Yeah. That's the show, it's also buddy. Got the, it's also got the guy from Herman's Head. Oh, yeah. He uh, dies. T- uh, tell the listeners where they can find you. Reamcore. R-E-A-M-K-O-R-E. K-O-R-E. Hell yeah. You can find me at Patrick Hasty. That's at P-A-T-R-I-C-K-H-A-S-T-I-E. PatrickHasty.com for upcoming shows and dates. Uh, go watch Fake Chats. Uh, yesterday, if you're listening to this the day it comes out, the episode was with uh, Blake Wexler. Tonight's guest is I Don't Know Who, and then tomorrow on Friday, the 28th, uh, it is Mike Kaplan is going to be the guest on Fake Chats. Uh, oh, cool. Tomorrow on the 28th, go buy Sam Evans' album. He's our sponsor this week. It's very good. Get it on iTunes. But I'll get it on Spotify. But yeah, but you, that doesn't give him money, so pay for it. You know what I'm saying? So go buy it on iTunes. Uh, get on our Patreon. Give us a dollar. Give us two dollars. Want to shout out some wonderful fans of ours, the Cozzies, 
Mike, uh, uh, the Arginellos, uh, all y'all, uh, uh, God, I was gonna try to say if I can see them all off the top of my head, but I don't know if Loots Loot. like boots. Yeah, loots like boots, of course. Alice, uh, the rest, uh, tell your friends, be cool, never die, and as always remember, if you're not an in -effer, you're an MFR, so get the fuck out of here. Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com. Wow, that's pretty good. Hell yeah. I love this podcast.